spacious, handsome, and tastefully furnished drawing room decorated in dark colors. In the back, a wide doorway with curtains drawn back, leading into a smaller room decorated in the same style as the drawing room. In the right-hand wall of the front room, a folding door leading out to the hall. In the opposite wall on the left, a glass door, also with curtains drawn back. Through the panes can be seen part of a veranda outside and trees covered with autumn foliage. An oval table with a cover on it and surrounded by chairs stands well forward. In front, by the wall on the right, a wide stove of dark porcelain, a high-backed armchair, a cushioned footrest, and two footstools. A settee with a small round table in front of it fills the upper right-hand corner. In front, on the left, a little way from the wall, a sofa. Further back than the glass door, a piano. On either side of the doorway at the back a whatnot with terracotta and majolica ornaments. Against the back wall of the inner room a sofa with a table and one or two chairs. Over the sofa hangs the portrait of a handsome elderly man in a general's uniform. Over the table a hanging lamp with an opal glass shade. A number of bouquets are arranged about the drawing room in vases and glasses. Others lie upon the tables. The floors in both rooms are covered with thick carpets. Morning light. The sun shines in through the glass door. Miss Juliana Tessman, with her bonnet on and carrying a parasol, comes in from the hall, followed by Berta, who carries a bouquet wrapped in paper. Miss Tessman is a comely and pleasant-looking lady of about sixty-five. She is nicely but simply dressed in a grey walking costume. Berta is a middle-aged woman of plain and rather countrified appearance. Miss Tessman stops close to the door and listens. Upon my word, I don't believe they're stirring yet. Berta, I told you so, miss. Remember how late the steamboat got in last night? And then when they got home, good Lord, what a lot the young mistress had to unpack before she could get to bed. Miss Tessman, well, well, let them have their sleep out, but let us see that they get a good breath of the fresh morning air when they do appear. She goes to the glass door and throws it open. Berta, beside the table, at a loss what to do with a bouquet in her hand. I declare, there isn't a bit of room left. I think I'll put it down here, miss. She places it on the piano. Miss Tessman, so you've got a new mistress now, my dear Berta. Heaven knows it was a wrench to me to part with you. Berta, and do you think it wasn't hard for me too, miss? After all the blessed years I've been with you and Miss Rena. Miss Tessman, we must make the best of it, Berta. There was nothing else to be done. George can't do without you, you see. He absolutely can't. He's had you to look after him ever since he was a little boy. Berta, ah, but Miss Julia, I can't help thinking of Miss Rena lying helpless at home there, poor thing. And with only that new girl, too. She'll never learn to take proper care of an invalid. Miss Tessman, oh, I shall manage to train her. And of course, you know, I shall take most of it upon myself. You needn't be uneasy about my poor sister, my dear Berta. Berta, well, but there's another thing, miss. I'm so mortally afraid I shan't be able to suit the young mistress. Miss Tessman, oh, well, just at first there may be one or two things. Berta, most like she'll be terrible grand in her ways. Miss Tessman, well, you can't wonder at that. General Gabler's daughter. Think of the sort of life she was accustomed to in her father's time. Don't you remember how he used to see her riding down the road along with the general, in that long black habit and with feathers in her hat? Berta, yes, indeed, I remember well enough. 
But good Lord, I should never have dreamt in those days that she and Master George would make a match of it. Miss Tessman, nor I. But by the by, Berta, while I think of it, in future you mustn't say Master George. You must say Dr. Tessman. Berta, yes, the young mistress spoke of that too, last night, the moment they set foot in the house. Is it true then, Miss? Miss Tessman, yes, indeed it is. Only think, Berta, some foreign university has made him a doctor, while he has been abroad, you understand. I hadn't heard a word about it until he told me himself upon the pier. Berta, well, well, he's clever enough for anything he is, but I didn't think he'd have gone in for doctoring people too. Miss Tessman, no, no, it's not that sort of doctor he is. But let me tell you, we may have to call him something soon.